Good evening, everyone. Thank you for tuning in. This is Pastor Michelle with Words of Inspiration, and I'm here videoing at Shades Grace in downtown Kingsport. Um, unfortunately, Jimmy is not on the other side of the camera today, so I hope I can stay focused. Usually when he's there, it's easy because, you know, he keeps making faces at me and stuff like that, and so it's easy for me to kind of, you know, keep my attention. So um, I will do the best that I can. Um, Tonight, what I'd like to share is actually from a narrative which is very poetic, and um, and then the comments that the folks on on the uh, Journey Through Grief Zoom group added to each of these parts of this uh, poem. So, the first thing I'd like to start with is. Um, you saw on the screen uh, a graphic of a lady sitting in a chair, could be a man sitting in a chair, but it happens to be a lady sitting in a chair with, uh, she's sitting in the ocean and it says, grief is learning to live with someone in your heart instead of in your arms. And I'll just hold that up again. Um, not sure if you can see that, but that's um, what kind of prompted me to use this narrative today. And the other, the other quote that I want to share with you is, and I have another graphic that Jimmy's going to put up on the screen too. It says, grief is not linear. It, start, it doesn't start out strong and taper off with time. In other words, linear meaning a line. It doesn't do this, like start like this and then decline, or it doesn't start like this and then go like this. It's not linear. Rather, it's like a storm. And I thought of the ocean with this. It's like a storm that grows smaller or larger in the same day and often within hours. And if you think about the ocean, it, with the tides, it comes in and it goes out and it comes in. So it grows larger and smaller with the tides. And so um, this is the graphic that I asked Jimmy to, to show on the screen. And again, if we can keep in mind that grief is not linear, it's not something that just takes a smooth path, this poem that I'm going to read about grief is like the ocean will begin to make a lot of sense. And then I'll fill in with comments 
after that from the folks that were on Zoom. So I'm first going to just read the narrative. Grief is like the ocean, a constant surge of waves, a continual collection of salt and tears. Sometimes grief is loud, both tidal and tempestuous, an overwhelming pain that breaks you open and crashes against your heart. Other times, it's quiet, discreetly hiding beneath the surface, presenting itself as a steady hush of longing. Grief is full of unknowns that can only be discovered when swimming in its depths. Some days, sorrow and joy will be intertwined, a delicate dance of dark and light. Both deserve to be softly held, both belong in sight. When grief calls you to the edge, tread gently in its space for no matter what you feel, you're always held by grace. You cannot slow down the ocean, you cannot tame the sea. So ache, laugh, break, mend, let your emotions free. Driven by tides, your pain will recede, but like a persistent undercurrent, a sense of longing may never leave. And that's the art of living on, but never letting go. If you're ever lost in the infinite sea, may you find peace in knowing that unending grief is also endless love. For grief may try and weigh you down, but your love for those will carry you always. And this is written by someone named Byron Anthony's and the post that it came from is oddly enough called jewelry with meaning so if you're trying to look it up and you wanted a copy of it um, it's Byron Anthony's jewelry with meaning and grief is like the ocean and if you wanted a copy you could certainly call the church office and we could you know get you a copy so I'm gonna break this down as we did with the Zoom group. I gave them, a, I sent them an attachment with a copy of that. And then we discussed the phrases, we broke it down into phrases. And so starting again, grief is like the ocean, a constant surge of waves, a continual collection of salt and tears. Sometimes grief is loud, both tidal and tempestuous, and overwhelmingly pain that breaks you open and crashes against your heart. So I asked my group and some of the some of the reactions to that was, yeah, it's like it's like when the waves come in and the waves go out and they crash against like your emotions. And someone said, it comes and goes like the wind. The grief comes and goes like the wind. And somebody else commented and said yeah it's like when the wind just sort of hits you in the face when you least expect it and I I thought about sometimes when you're in a city and you walk around uh, you come to a corner and you're you know like you're protected by buildings and then you walk out beyond the building and all of a sudden that strong wind just kind of catches your breath and just kind of hits you and, and and you don't even know where it came from and so that's kind of what we thought about the surge of the waves and Sometimes that pain is so painful that it just crashes against your heart. The next phrase says, other times it's quiet. We're talking about grief being like the ocean. Other times it's quiet, discreetly hiding beneath the surface, presenting itself as a steady hush of longing. So there's a contrast there. 
And so one of the comments that um, a member made was that it's like being in the house alone sometimes after your loved one has passed away. It's like being alone in your house and all of a sudden you feel this overwhelming sense of comfort. Like your home is a comforting place for you. Other times it may be more like those waves surging and breaking against your, your heart, but they felt like that longing. There are times when you're home alone and you just have that, that peaceful, calm longing for that other person. Another member said that they were listening to a recording of a dear loved one that passed away that had, had been singing on the recording. And it's not so much a feeling of peace, but it's more of a calmness and just uh, calming yourself and feeling that, that longing for that other person. And we talked about looking at old photographs. Sometimes that's what happens. Or hearing, you know, hearing a loved one's voice either on a recording or maybe on a voicemail or somewhere where you actually hear their voice. And in, in, the, in this case, it was someone's uh, loved one who was singing and they heard their voice. And it just, it, it gives you that longing for just that, that kind of ache in your heart that you, you just long to be with that person. So then, going on in the, in the poem, grief is full of unknowns that can only be discovered when swimming in its depths. Some days sorrow and joy will be intertwined, a delicate dance of dark and light. Both deserve to be softly held, both belong in sight. And someone almost immediately said, you just have to jump in and, and, and just go through it. You just have to get started. You've, you've got to do it. And, and another comment was made that sometimes it's like you're in ankle deep dancing in the waves. Like you think about children and they run down to the waves and they dance and they squeal and they jump around and there's, there's that joy. But at the same time, there's sorrow because you can get caught up in a current or a riptide and you can find yourself being up to your neck in water and feeling like you're drowning in sorrow. So there's definitely that sense of joy and sorrow when you're near the ocean and you're in, in the waves and you're in the depths of the ocean. Um, another comment that was made is sometimes you can see clearly. Sometimes you have real clear vision and you can identify that there's times of sorrow and times of joy and other times you feel like you're in a dark room and you are searching for a light switch these were all images that were discussed in our group this week so i don't know how any of you are feeling about this if you can identify with this please put comments in we're not we're not finished yet but i just thought of that like if if something touches your heart or you're identifying with it if you can just um put in some comments then we'll know if this is helpful to those of you who are watching tonight so the next part of the poem or narrative says when grief calls you to the edge tread gently in its space but remember for no matter what you feel you're always held by grace 
And we talked about sometimes you feel like you're on the edge, just barely hanging on by a thread or by your, you know, your, your fingertips that um, you feel like you've gone over the edge and you're just, you know, just holding on. Sometimes you're standing there looking over the edge. Um, and it says tread gently in that space, like be careful because God's grace is there with you and God's grace is sufficient. The Bible says in 2 Corinthians 12, 9, my grace is sufficient for my power is made perfect in your weakness. And when you're on that edge, that's probably your, your, your time of weakness that you are feeling helpless and hopeless. But God says my grace is made my grace is sufficient and my power is made perfect in weakness. God has the power to sustain you off the edge, to bring you back and to keep you. In Hebrews 4.16, it says, let us come boldly to the throne of grace. And that's where we'll obtain mercy and grace to help in time of need. And anyone that's on a grief journey or anyone that's helping anyone on a grief journey, a lot of folks that watch these videos because they're helping others on their journey, that you're definitely going to have times of need. And they're going to come unexpectedly. And it doesn't matter if they come all the time and every day and, and they come rapidly or they come slowly. It doesn't matter. We can always go to God's, God's throne of grace and we will have his grace help us in time of need. So the next section says, you cannot slow down the ocean. You cannot tame the sea. So ache, laugh, break, mend. Let your emotions free. <clears throat> Excuse me. And a comment was made that can't slow anything down we can't slow life down we can't slow time down time just keeps going excuse me and we have to do the best that we can time just keeps right on going it's not going to wait for us so we have to as they said earlier jump right in and just get get going but we can't stop anything from continuing life goes on and others around us their lives go on so just do the best that you can um, surround yourself with support it comes in many many uh, many ways it can be through videos like we're doing right now it can be through support group it can be through online teachings there's grief coaching online there's lots of things it can come through Bible study it can come through your own devotions God can speak to you in many, many different ways. He can use family and friends, neighbors. So know and trust those that God surrounds you with for your support. And don't hold back your emotions. Like let your emotions go with those that, that you know you really trust um, that will embrace you with that emotional state that you might be in. They won't judge you, they won't be critical. That's why support groups are nice because people know they've walked that walk and they understand and there's no judgment, there's no criticism, there's no harsh words, there's no, oh, get over it, you know, and things like that, which we often hear uh, on our grief journey. So know and trust those family members and friends who support you 
and let your emotions just go. You can't stop them. It's not good to bottle them up. It's not good to say, well, I'll, I'll just, I'll push through this. Let, give yourself time to unwind. Give yourself time to uh, good emotions in bed. Give yourself time to laugh. Give yourself time to cry. Give yourself time to heal. And, whoops, I have a few more lines to go through with you. But they're on the other page in here. So the next section says, driven by tides, your pain will recede, but like a persistent undercurrent, a sense of longing may never leave. And that's the art of living on, but never letting go. You see the tide comes in and goes out. It comes in and goes out. And there's a persistent undercurrent, but it's the art of living on. It's what I call embracing your new reality, learning how to navigate through your new reality, through the living on without letting go, without, you know, just, just without letting go. Jeremiah 29, 11 reminds us that God says, I know the plan that I have for you. See, we don't always know what the plan is. We don't know how to embrace the art of living on. And God says, but I know I have a plan for you. And he says, it's thoughts of peace, not to harm you, but to give you a hope and a future or an expected end. So God has a purpose and he has a plan and he wants you to embrace that. He wants you to embrace the art of living on with his help and with his guidance. So the last part of this poem says, if you're ever lost in the infinite sea, which all of us that are going on a journey through grief know, you get lost many, many times. May you find peace in knowing that the unending grief is also endless love. That's the love in your heart that you're feeling. It's the love that you are longing for, for that, you know, that lost loved one. Um, and the grief may try to weigh you down at times, but your love for them will carry you always. You see, the love is gonna override that grief, that sense of grief. It will um, allow you to find peace and allow you to develop an art of living on. And it's gonna look different. It won't be the same, but God will lead you and guide you. So I'm closing with a couple of verses that God promises to us and for us so that you can find that hope and a future and the expected end. The first one is Psalm 46.1. It says, God is our refuge and strength, a very present help in time of need. And as we mentioned before, there are many, many times that we're in need and God is there. He's our refuge. He's our strength when we don't feel like we have any strength, when we feel like the water is up to our chin like this, or we feel like we're on the edge. God is our strength. John 14, 27 says, peace I leave with you, my peace I give to you, not as the world gives, and let not your heart be troubled. So remember that God has an expected end for you. He has thoughts of peace, not things that are gonna harm you, but not to let your heart be troubled. And to help us with that, John 14, 16, is the promise of the Holy Spirit. The Father will give you a comforter, the Holy Spirit, to abide with you always. 
and I mentioned this on one of my previous tapes, that the Holy Spirit has been given to us to reside, to abide in our hearts, not to be next to us, not to be somewhere around us, not to be like, oh, you know, just near, but actually residing and abiding within us. And the Holy Spirit is able to help the, the areas in our heart that need healing and need peace and need calming and need understanding sometimes and because we don't even understand but the Holy Spirit always understands what's going on in our heart. So the last verse that I'd like to leave you with is Philippians 4, 6. Be anxious for nothing but in prayer and thanksgiving tell God what your needs are. And he promises that the peace that passes understanding will guard your heart and your mind in Christ Jesus. So I'd like to leave you with the, the last verses of the poem. It says, if you're ever lost in the infinite sea, may you find peace in knowing that unending grief is also endless love. For grief may try to weigh you down, but your love for your lost ones will carry you always. And God's love will come through you and be able to impart to you that peace that passes understanding because God is your strength, he's your refuge. He promises to never leave us. He has the Holy Spirit living with us, within us to help us and lead us and guide us. So I hope this brings comfort to you tonight. If you'd like a copy of the poem, we can provide that for you. Um, if you have prayer requests, please type them in in the comments section. If you want to talk with one of us here at the church, you can call and we can um, have conversation with you. We can direct you. We can lead you to resources. We can help you get on Zoom. Um, there's going to be some references at the end scrolling. There's Grief Share, which is a, a, a very a very viable biblically based program that goes for about 16 weeks um, and there's another reference on there there's some online groups that are starting up from another ministry so look for those things if you miss them on the screen you can call the church and we can direct you and guide you so let me pray with you those of you who are listening share this with anyone you can go back and listen to this again you can uh our, any of the videos that i've done since last december are available on our facebook page under the video menu and they're listed by topic um and this one will be listed under grief is like the ocean so lord i thank you for all those that are listening i thank you for all those that have viewed this tonight i know that um the comments that the folks in the in the uh, journey through grief zoom group have made have been very meaningful to all of us and i hope that this brings comfort and strength and uh, peace to those who have watched tonight and i ask a special blessing on everyone in the name of jesus so thank you very much folks good night mm -hmm.